It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Do like this. We're, what we've got to do is we've got to replace those with sound bites of, yeah. do you know what I mean? I'm thinking maybe one of my nan, one of Eddie Hearn. You know what I mean? Eddie the people Hearn. that are in the intro. Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins. There's lots of funny things that have been said on Towie that are funny. Danny Dyer. We get Danny Dyer back in one of them. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the aliens quote from the other episode. Yeah. From, uh, well, some of the stuff that he's, when he's Danny Dyer's deadliest men, it's just so funny. Yeah. Like, oh, I am fucking shooting myself. I've had to step outside. It's got a bit tasty you in get, there. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know what's funny about all these Danny Dyer's deadliest men and the football hooligans? You look at them and you think, yeah, you know, they look a little bit rough and ready, but you think, are they, do you know what I mean? They're that tough. I mean, uh, I think the real proper hard nuts aren't going on camera talking about it because they're a little bit more... Yeah, they're probably still in it. They're probably still doing it. But the whole football violence thing, it's always baffled me a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I just think, what are you fighting for, really? Because if you get caught, you're getting like five years in prison. And they none lifetime of them... Ban. They, lifetime ban. Lifetime ban. None of them ever admit to each other that they've done each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It'll always be here. We run them or they'll always argue that they've come out on top. I don't know. But then I've got a mate that's that's been involved with that sort of stuff. And yeah, I think he just got brain, brainwashed from a young age. Do you know what I mean? I've got a few like football lads that, that follow me though. Um, what, people in a firm? Yeah, yeah. Like, like people that have been in the press, like as in been interviewed and stuff. There's a guy from Man City. There's a guy from Spurs. Um, and yeah, my mate's West Ham. He does all, well, he used to do all that. So, you know, and there might be more. Do, do you know what I mean? Because of the the, the football videos, probably tracks him a little bit. But it's interesting. I find it, I find it, I find it, in, you know, it is, it is interesting to a, to a certain degree. Do you know what I mean? It's but just tri- It's just tribalism, though, isn't it? Tribalism, yeah. But I just think, you know. It's, it's something, it's, you know what it is? We've got stand-up. Yeah, they, some people they, like being a part of something which is bigger than themselves, don't they? Really, I we, think that's what it is. We've got stand up; they've got punch ups. That's what. Yeah, that's kind of what it yeah. boils down to ultimately. Yeah, and it's I suppose if they're, they're only doing it to each other, like <clears throat> they always don't ever like if they're just like picking on a like an ordinary fan that's just not really into that sort of thing. If they're fighting each other. I suppose they're. I suppose you know if they're just fighting each other, then you know fill your boots really. But I just couldn't. Yeah, I just. Never would be a bit of me, really. So it's a no to uh, football hooliganism. Yeah, unless it's Foot- uh, unless it's against Italians, then I think. Right. Um, I thought there may have been an exception. I think I think you know let's 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 you know let's let's concentrate on the real enemy, you know. <laughs> the real enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Not Russia. Not Russia. Listen, we're on the same side, <laughs> English and, and Italians against yeah. Russia. Yeah. We're in NATO together, aren't yeah. we? So we're like we're we're like we're pals. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have to. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to learn how to get along, and I think this podcast is probably. How do you reckon you lot will be? You know, if we do go to war, what do you reckon the Italians are bringing to the table? <sighs> um, what are your army like? Are they any good? Yeah, right. Up until not long ago, you had to sort of do national service in Italy. I can't remember how long ago it was, maybe really? like 15 years ago, something like that. Um, what was they like in World War II, the Italians? My uncle had to do it. I think you, um, 
I think you know. My history's not the best. Maybe you can tell us. We were, um, we sort of kept, kept, kept ourselves to ourselves, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're switching sides on that now. Well, we had, um, we, had, we had some bad people running the country uh, around those times. Wasn't there the thing of Italians used to run away? Or was that just like, do you think that's just like a slur? I think there was... Uh, so didn't they change, they changed sides a couple of times? So I Those think, with Hitler and then... I think initially... Uh, they basically went with whoever was winning at the time. You've got, what you've got to bear in mind is there was, there was a lot of fascists yeah. running the, the country around that time. Yeah. And they saw Hitler as a fellow fascist and thought we would align with this this geezer. But uh, as time went on, you know, the uh, I think more more rational voices came into the room and were like, you know what, they're up to no good these lot. Yeah, yeah. So we should maybe, you yeah, know, have a word and yeah, knock around with everyone else who, yeah. who seems to be on the the right side of history. Yeah, they probably was like, they've come and have a look at one of these camps that we got. <laughs> Was well, it holiday camp? You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> They're like fucking hell. Um, yeah. Was your like grandparents? Was they in the war or whatever? Um, well, they were in uh, Sicily. Sicily. So yeah. The, is that where your family's from? Sicily. That's where my family's from. Yeah. Sicily uh, is the. Um, is that where all the gangsters are from? Yeah, that's yeah. where the, the mafia originated. The, from. from yeah, in the um, in, it's like an island, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's the f- it's the football that the boot is kicking. That's football the, the boot's kicking, and that's where all the, that's where mafia started. Yeah, that's um, that that's uh, that's where it kind of originated from. But was was your family ever involved in any of that, like grandparents or, or any links to it? My great granddad was actually uh, in the mafia. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Um, he wasn't a very nice man, from what I from what I understand. No. Yeah, he How was, did he, did he bit, get killed or? bit of a villain from what I understand he he died at a very old age he lived to his 90s which back then was pretty mental you know mm. he started losing his mind a little bit really uh, worried that people were trying to put I think the only reason he died was because he wouldn't eat his food because he thought people were trying to poison him really because he was so I mean obviously yeah. the years of being in the mafia he was always he'd had a uh, very checkered past well. made, made a lot of enemies and yeah. He actually moved to America for a long time because he he, uh, he shot a police officer. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so where did he move? New York? Moved to New York. Sick. And then came back later on in life. But he was... So he's probably at it out there as well. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would say so, yeah. And that probably... What sort of uh, era would that have been? That would have really been when the Mafia was in its heyday. Yeah, I mean, so he probably died uh, when my dad was quite young, so... Um, probably died in the 60s. 60s. So he was probably over there, probably around the time time of the war and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, um, what they say, uh, never let a good tragedy go to waste. So I'm sure that the Mafia was thriving during the, uh, during wartime as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they was. But yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he wasn't a very nice character from, from the stories. I mean, I've listen, heard. I doubt anyone in the Mafia is, is that nice. I mean, we look, we all love the Sopranos, but that's like a dra- dramatised yeah. thing in it, you know? You know, Tony Soprano is great to watch on TV, but you wouldn't want him as your next door neighbour, would you? Yeah, I mean, look, we all f- find like crime entertaining to a certain degree, but the actual reality of, of, of killing someone or living that sort of life, it's not fucking nice, is it? Do you know no, what I mean? Don't knock it till you tried it. No, but I even sit around here, like people hanging about with, you know, people that are, I wouldn't say gangsters, but they're up to, you know, 
which sounds a bit muggy to say gangsters, but they're up to no good. And some people like attaching themselves to those sort of people, you know. So it's interesting. What is it about people like that that we we seem to glorify and respect a little bit, you know? It's str- it is strange how like we sort of gravitate, and I think even it works on the other side because men like gangster films and stuff like that generally just to generalize you know mm. not all men obviously hashtag not all men and um but women like true crime don't they women like watching shows about guys who are stalking people and yeah. murdering them and stuff like that so there is a still a fascination in that kind of yeah i think it's, it's so world. far removed from you know if you're just a nice everyday person it's fucking you know what i mean it's going back to the football hooligan thing i think last thing i'd want to do Fucking my team lost would go and just want to have a punch up with someone. I just want to go home. Do you know what I mean? All right. I've got a news story for you. Let's go. So a woman has been slammed online after revealing that she went on 16 dinner dates in a row because she was broke and couldn't afford to buy food. Uh, instead of going hungry, she arranged to go on 16 dates for 16 days in a row so the men would pay the bill, making sure she saved cash but still ate. She shared her story online and it divided her followers. Some think she's a genius. Others say she's using the men, and soon her confession had over 1.5 million views. Now, what's your view on that? My uh, like, without thinking about it, I'd, yeah, fucking fill your boots. It's smart. I think that's smart. You know, your skin. What I would say is like, what is the level of blokes that are taking her out if she can't afford to eat? Like, was she homeless or whatever? If she's turning up. She was a student at the time. She was a, sh- a student, right? Um, I think that's smart. You know, use and use she, the tools. Use all the tools in your arsenal to, to hustle. Do you know she, what I mean? She said they all asked her out on a on a date. She didn't ask any of them. So. Well, yeah, I, I don't. And and I, I think that's a gentlemanly. You know, I know some women might get offended if if you want to pay the bill. You know, um, but I think that is the gentlemanly thing to do. You you think you should pay on the first day? I, I think so. I think I think the blow. You know, that's a bit of an old school way of looking at it. But I think yeah, they should, and I think that's very clever of her. Yeah, and uh, don't don't you think though? There's a bit there's some gaps in the logic there for her because she's trying to save money. Do you reckon she got rattled after every run? <laughs> <laughs> Because if she did, she is a fucking trooper. That's uh, what, well, like yeah, you know, dinner and a bed. So yeah, there we go. You know, she, listen, she, she's, rent, she's renting to, out her room for sixteen days. She's probably not. She's probably not told us the whole story there. No, because if she has had to get uh, smashed after every one, <laughs> then like she's worked hard for those meals. Don't don't take that away from her. You know, I think. I think if you're going out with 16, but she must have slept She's with probably at least, had... Yeah, at least one of them. At, at least, least one of them. But even if we're talking about a 50% ratio, you know, eight blokes in 16 days, you know, that, that would have taken its toll on her. Yeah. I mean, if she, she, she'd she gone on all 16 and not slept with any of them, then she is a true, true hustler. Yeah. And she's just doing it for the graft. She's doing it. I'm, I've got my eyes on that, that lobster. Yeah. That lobster bisque. I, I don't really see a lot wrong with that. To, to, to be honest, I think fair play to her, you know. So, have you ever spent time with someone just to get something out of them? Uh, excluding this, excluding this, um, not that I can I can think of. I mean, I I tell you what, I um, mentioned it before, but when I used to work in the city, 
as a as a as a broker, it's all that you have to take clients out who are just absolute wankers, basically, wankers. You got to pretend that you like them, and be all pally with them, and they're like, they're all like yeah, um, I remember that this one year. Like you just think I would rather be anywhere but here. But you're taking them out, you're winding and dining them so that they give you a bit of business so that you've got a bit more money to spend on doing things that you actually want to do, mm. basically. So, yeah, I have done in that situation. Some of the blokes I used to uh, go out with, I mean, this industry was like, I never really fitted in with it, to, to be honest, you know. Uh, but some of the blokes you had to go out with, I'm just like so jarring, you know, like be there and... They're very money men. Do you know what I mean? It's all about money. It's all about how much money you're earning. You know, you got us. They're like, yeah, I remember this one. Guy. I don't know why I always remember it, but he was like, he's like, his kid was six. He was like, yeah, he does golf class skiing lessons. All these sort of like, do you know what I mean? Uh, archery. Yeah, these all, but like, I'm always. thinking, I just thinking, oh fuck off. Do you know? But you got to pretend to be mates with these people and in a way, entertain them and sort of be a bit of a chameleon and be a bit of a twat yourself. So, yeah, I have done that. And that's why I never liked it. That's why I never liked working in that industry because it's just like, this ain't me, man, you know? I can't, like, I, I'm very much who I am, you know? I don't like having to change who I am. Um, and I like people that are just more down to earth, you know? What was the worst, uh, worst time taking someone out, like a client out? Worst time taking someone out. I mean, it's a long time ago now. Um, so nothing, nothing really comes to mind, to, to be honest. But I tell you what, one thing that <clears throat> prime example is like some of the blokes that you sort of used to work with. There's this geezer that used to. He weren't really my boss, but he was more like my manager, and he was a twat. You know, like nothing against people that went private school, but he was very much like private school sort of. Because um, I, you know, some of my mates went to private school, but they went to sort of like Essex private school. It was a little bit different, do you know. What I mean, it's a bit more like no money, yeah. no vibration. But um, this guy, you could tell he'd had family. He had money in his family for years. You know what I mean? He went private school. His kids go to private school. Um, and I remember once him going to me like, he's just such a twat, the guy. He was like, oh, but Josh, you know that I don't need to work, is it? Because he's got enough money. I was like, well, why, why do you work then? And he went, well, because I've got to pay for my kids' school fees. And I, I looked at him and I went, well, you do need to fucking work then like the rest <laughs> of us. And everyone erupted with laughter. And since, since that day, he made my life hell. Really? Do you know what I mean? I thought you probably thought, who are you, you little twat? Do you, yeah. you know? Um, and he always just seemed to have something against me. You know? Always seemed to have Since that day, he probably thought, you're, you, you know... Was he yeah, older I, than you? I got the, yeah, he was like in his 40s. Right. Like I got the better of him there. And he yeah. all obviously saw himself up there yeah. and saw me as this little idiot, you know. I mean, I was a junior I was a junior there. But the fact that I got the better of him that one time made sure that for the rest of my time working there, he was always just putting me down, you know, just giving me a hard time. But that was a typical sort of guy I used to work with, really. But then I met a lot of nice people when I worked in that. You know, not everyone was like that. Yeah, I think the city attracts a certain type of personality. Yeah, You've got I to mean, be money motivated. Yeah, I mean, you know? when I used to work in there, you used to have people like the more, in that industry, the more those sort of posh private school sort of guys. And then you had more people like me, 
who would come from Essex, for example, who were aspirational, you know, um, certainly didn't have as, as good an educational background as them, but were brought other qualities, like they was good sort of salesmen, you know, they was good entertainers. Like, like two of my mates um, ended up getting jobs at the same company. I mean, they're absolutely smashing it now. They earn so much more money than me. Uh, it's a joke. But um, <laughs> they were good because they was, they you know, like me, like two Essex boys, but they were, they was, you know, I'd say I'm smart in other ways, like creatively, I'm quite smart. But they were very much like, they were smart. Like they could actually have conversations with these people that I couldn't really have with them. And they were good. You know, like my mate Jack, for example, uh, he's a real chameleon. Like he could go down, he's a Millwall fan. He could go with a load of Millwall hooligans and be part of them and fit in with them. But then also he's in Singapore now, you know, like he can mix it up with these guys that are, that are more high level. Do you know what I mean? And, and entertain them. And it's always something I really admired about him, how he could, he could literally be these people for all different sort of people. Um, so I didn't really have that, you know? Um, so, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think you have to, there's a level of bullshit in those jobs and you have to be a little bit of a blagger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just found it hard. To, like with me, if you're a bit of a knobhead, I'm not very good at sort of mm. pretending that you're not a knobhead, you know, I just would like, I've just sort of won't say, you know, I'll, I'll be nice to you, but I'm not going to be your best mate, you know, for just because you might give me some more business, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, and that, you know, that's what I, but I started doing comedy when I was there and I was just like, this is what I want to do. Mm. You know what I mean? This is, this is me. This is my sort of the people that that's my fraternity, you know, all the people, they're a little bit different, a little bit weird, a bit odd. I was like, that's, that's sort of my gang, you know? Not, uh, not all these, uh, wide boys talking about how much money they're making. And yeah, stuff like exa ex exactly that. You know, I think cause like my, my upbringing, like my dad, dad had, um, my dad's a like, you know, working class bloke, but he, he had his own business. He was quite an entrepreneurial bloke. And he'd done, you know, uh, relatively well in, in life. But my dad was never flash, you know what I mean? Like, we had nice things and he had a nice car. But he was always very, like, don't ever talk about how much money you've got. Or, you know, he's quite quite reserved in that sense. And even though I'm obviously a little bit more confident and louder or whatever, I've always sort of kept a bit of that element, really. Like, um I mean, I'm sure there's times I've been flash, 100%, because everyone, you know, times will so be... It's like, a very Essexy thing, isn't it, to be a bit, bit flash about what you got and what you... Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, my dad still had a private number plate and, you know, <laughs> like, in terms of, like, you compare him to other people in other parts of the country, you go, oh, yeah, he's like, he's flash Essex bloke, but he's not flash, do you know what I mean? I mean, a private number plate is pretty Private flashy. number plate, yeah. <laughs> Private number plate. I remember what we had a gold say? BMW once with what, a spoiler what, on the back. What was the what was the private number plate? It was JJ something because right. my dad's my dad's John. We're all J's in our and family. And he had a uh, what was that car you just mentioned? Yeah. He had a. My mum used to hate driving it because my mum's like, "Do you ever watch EastEnders Little Mo?" Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. That's how my mum is. <laughs> She's like, "All right, yeah, okay, yeah." <laughs> It's very like she used to she hate driving get, it. Getting beaten up by her husband. Yeah, like my dad's got a bit more of that in him. <laughs> Your dad's Trev. Your dad's You're Trev. Not yeah. Knock her about. Yeah. But um, like my dad's got more of that in him. Like, like he still, you know, 
Um, like he'd still have a nice watch and whatever. Right. But not as flash as what it can be around here. You know, he's pretty more, more reserved, you know. But my mum would never drive about in that car because it was a gold. I remember it was a, he got it in Brentwood. It was gold. And it had a, had a, had a, a spoiler on the back. And it's only looking black, back, I'll go, okay, yeah, that was quiet. That, is, pr- flashy, that yeah. is pretty flashy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty flashy. Yeah. That's flashy, but for, for Essex, that's quite... It's un- quite tame. Uh, understated. Quite understated, yeah. What, what like, because uh, I've, I've been driving up here earlier on today, and there's a lot of, like, vintage cars with, like, the drop tops and stuff like that. I've seen a few Ferraris. Yeah. You know, you know, like, Lambo and stuff like that. What's, like, the go-to, like, you sort of look at a car and you look at... Someone you think, well, yeah, you're definitely from. from oh, it's the range. The it's range, the range Rover. It? Yeah. yeah, it's the Range Rover. Yeah, it's the Range Rover in white, which my brother's got one of them. White Range Rover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking proper twat now. So, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, S- yeah, um, yeah, Range Rover. And because Essex is quite big, isn't it? It's a big. County. It's big. I mean, there's different parts of Essex, so, so I think the more stereotypical part of Essex that when you say Essex when you think of that the only way is Essex thing that's more South Essex right so that's more like Brentwood Epping Forest um, Havering Hornchurch Rumford this sort of areas yeah do you know what I mean and then probably going on to Billericay and then South End is sort of feels like its own thing you know what I mean that's very much like its own part of Essex it's got its own sort of identity then Chelmsford is a bit more mixed you know there's a university there and it's a bit more of a mix of people and then beyond Chelmsford, it's it's a bit more countryside. It's quite it's quite like um, quite posh and rural when you go a bit more. Yeah, north, isn't it? yeah. I mean, you you go around Brentwood. You know, people say Brentwood's a posh area because it is. You know, it's, it's there's some nice, there's some big houses. You know, it's a uh, um, it's I suppose a bit more of an affluent area, but it's it's sort of not posh in the sense that yeah, people got money, but it's new money. It's it's yeah, it's more often than not new money. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how you don't really get that kind of culture. It's really unique in Essex. It's unique to Essex, 100%. You don't really get that anywhere else in the country. Where, no. And I, th- I guess that's because during a period of like like the 90s probably there's an influx of people from Essex going to work in the city and making big money in, in, in the financial sort of industry. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that. Also, also like trades. Like, like remember tradesmen, like, yeah. Harry Enfield's character, uh, loads, loads of, of money. money. Yeah. He was, I think he was like a plasterer or whatever. Yeah. You know, trade, you can, uh, especially if you start your own whatever. business, you know, you, you're self-made basically. Um, the individualism from the Thatcher the years. Yeah, exactly that. You know, that's why a lot of people vote Tory around here is because of Thatcher. Yeah. You know, they was always, obviously maybe more Labour typically that sort of people but because of Thatcher, you know, she was all about that being an entrepreneur and all that sort of stuff which, People around here seem to just got that knack for, you know. Like my dad had his own business, um, didn't have any grades or anything like that. But you know, it was th- that was, he was able to thrive under, you know what I mean? Someone who who championed that sort of thing. So, uh, if you could uh, sum up Essex in a sentence, how would you describe it to someone? Let's say a foreigner came over here. Um, I'd probably say. Hard working, funny, and hard work. Hard working, funny, aspirational people is what I would mm. say. Yeah. And a bit thick. And a bit fucking dumb. <laughs> and a bit dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
that's, no, what, that's, 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 that's what makes that's a lot of people from Essex funny because yeah, yeah. I know I always say like people from Essex when it comes to reality TV you can't beat us because we are the most shameless <laughs> thick but also ambitious people that you'll ever meet yeah. so you get them on reality TV they'll say whatever you fucking want them to say they'll do whatever because they know at the end of that makes good telly they know yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's the angle they go down I remember Love Island three years running someone from Essex won it the next year they didn't have anyone in Essex from it because they knew they couldn't compete mm. they couldn't compete we're like when it comes to reality TV people from Essex it's like we're like the Brazilians at football <laughs> do you know what I mean like you just can't compete with us yeah I think I think you're right I mean, in such a short space of time as well, from like the late, was it late 2000s? Mm. Like, e- like a sort of Essex kind of culture and like maybe like Essex, just like icons really, have sort of like just come out in sort of a very short space of time yeah. and taken over. I mean, Gemma Collins is going to be in Chicago in the West End. Mad. And she, she she's doing this show, GC's Big Night Out. She's filling out theatres. Yeah. And I mean, I'm someone who was always like, oh God, Gemma, can't get her off telly. Oh, I love her now. I think she's so funny. Like, she's beating me down to a point, to submission, <laughs> where I'm that's like, what it is. you're fucking hilarious. Like, listen, I know you're always going to be on telly now, so I'm just going to enjoy it. Do you yeah, know I, I mean? think I think there is there is that, isn't there? They're like, there's sort of like such a familiarity with some of these people that even if you did think Joey Essex is a, an idiot, which I think obviously he's playing up to, like you yeah, said, he's, he's not that stupid. He's, not, like he's that. not stupid. It, you know, he's playing up to a character that people want him to be. And then I'm going to be on your telly long enough for you to go, oh, actually, he's all right. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, I mean? but I think Joey Essex has always been likable. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's always been like into how he looks and all stuff like that, which some geezers might go, oh, you're like, oh, you the blow dry your hair. Fuck you. Do you know what I mean? But like, he's 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 a very likable guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I met him. He's a lovely, lovely. Yeah, person. I've I've met him before, and he was he was he was lovely. And um, I mean, with Gemma Collins, she's a little bit more divisive because she just does not give a fuck, mate. Yeah. Like, if you get her up on Celebrity Big Brother, some of the things she's coming out with, like she's like, Nah, Darren, they don't get it. I don't get these fucking rock. So, you think these guys are going to pay my mortgage? I've got money. I've got money. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. They don't get it. They don't get it. And then when she's moaning about her hair, she's like, these straighteners, they're fucking ruining my hair. Hilarious. We've got to get that on the old, uh, the old, uh, got to get that on pad. Just, just, I'm claustrophobic, Darren. <laughs> I don't get it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a biggest fan, but I respect the hustle. It's like the sixteen dates, you know. Respect the hustle. It's like the girl she's a grafter, sixteen mate. dates. Listen, she's, she's, she's... you're to a point, like as in, you can't get her on a building site. She's gonna fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, if we went to war, she had to be in the trenches. She's joining the other team if they're winning. Do you know yeah. what I mean? She's gonna be Italian at heart, you know, in that sense, right? But, but she's she's entrepreneurial in the sense that she's like, look, she's got. I, I, no, I, I do, I do really, I really have got a soft spot for her now. I think um, she's so ingrained in uh, sort of British culture now that uh, she she's hard to ignore. Yeah, yeah, but I like think she's hard it, to she's hard to not just sort of like like you said just sort of accept as like all right you are 
like you, you're going to be around for a while. I wonder how many people on a comedy circuit when they met me, they're like, oh, this fucking wanker. And then got to know me, are actually like, oh, he's actually yeah, all right. I mean, we all do that. I've, I've definitely done that on the circuit. I'm sure people have done it with me, just not like me at first. And, and I've, I've sort of, and I think yeah, it's because ha- you're very dry. Yeah. You're people, very dry. You know what I mean? People, people find me quite hard to read sometimes, which I don't. I think I, j- I just sort of, you know, it's a monotonous voice. It's it's very dry. Who's that fucking banging? Fucking Gemma Collins trying to get <laughs> You fucking talking about me, you <laughs> I don't need money. I've got money. I don't got money. I've got money. <laughs> I've got money. See, that's the most Essex thing. That is the most Essex thing I've heard. Of I don't need money. I've got money. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But I love how that's so like, like that's why that's why I've got a big soft spot for Eddie Hearn. I love that he's just like, yeah, I'm fucking loaded, mate. And what? And that wise people up. I think it's funny. Yeah, I mean look, she's good value for money, isn't she? Gemma Collins. Yeah, she's entertaining, mate. I, I, I mean she's got yeah. a podcast on the BBC. Yeah. So she's gone know, so mainstream. So, like, uh, she started off on Tower, she was a second hand car salesman. She's now on BBC, like the taxpayer. Yeah. He's paying for her to make a, a a a podcast. It's unreal. Yeah, I mean, who knows? She might be a guest on here one day. So I hope so. Yeah, I'd love that. I mean, obviously on the on the on the um, on the cover, you'll see that we've got basically it's, it's me surrounded by loads of uh, loads of Essex icons. Um, they've either they're either from Essex or they live in Essex. I know that they live in Essex now or whatever. Um, all legends, all legends in their own right on there. Who, who's on there? Give, give us a flavour. Um, let's have a look at some of them. So who we got on there? Um, shall I go for all of them? Just give us your top five. Top from, five. From okay. So um, Gemma Collins is on there. She, she's on there. She's got to be in the top five. She's, okay. Yeah. Eddie Hearn on there. Obviously, you know, biggest promoter in the world. Very funny character. Takes a piss out of himself a lot, which I like. That's great. Um, then we've got Harry Kane. I think he's from Chinkford. I think he lives in Loughton now. A British icon, I would say, Harry Kane. Yeah. Yeah, legend. Yeah. Love love Harry Kane. Great. What a footballer. Um, I've got to give a shout out to Johnny Fisher and Big John. Uh, Johnny Fisher, the boxer, aka the Rumford Ball, who I absolutely loved to bits, and his dad, what a legend. Um, hopefully we get get them on a podcast. We should, I'm just thinking, get them on a podcast soon. Um, you got Frank Bruno on there. He used to live... Uh, not too far away from me growing up in, in Brentwood I think he's from West London but you know spent a lot of his life in, in Essex I mean Frank he's just probably my favourite ever boxer and I absolutely love Frank Bruno do you know who I like on there it's, it's more the niche ones that people will be like who's that so if you go to the top there's a guy in a West Ham kit called Freddie Sears and he um, he was basically from Hornchurch he lived around the corner from my mate and um, I used to watch him in a few youth games because uh Another friend I had at the time called Ashley Miller used to play for West Ham and Freddie Sears was just wicked. He was so quick and like really such a wicked footballer. And then obviously I'm not a West Ham fan, but on his debut, he scored for West Ham. I'm pretty sure if he's from Hornchurch, I'm pretty sure his family must be West Ham. So he comes up on his debut, scores and then does the hammer sign. And I just love Freddie Sears. I think he's a legend. And I've got my nan on there. If you have a look to the, to the right of me, my nan's on there. She obviously, she's more of a East Londoner, but um, yeah, had a nan in there. You know, spent a lot of her life living in Essex, and I think she's a legend. So uh, yeah, some great. But have a look at that. There's so many 
So many funny people on there. Oh, it's I'm not. I'm not on there. But... You're not on there. Um, I'm not from Essex. You're not from Essex. We'll get you on there eventually. Yeah. I like to think, obviously, once we get the studio up and running, I might have some little reference, a little Italian flag. Right, okay. Something yeah. like that. Just you a, know, yeah, just little like, bit of a nod of the cap to old Salvatore Bacconi. So it's just like an, an espresso cup or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get you in there somehow. I might, yeah. What I might do is, when, when we do have the studio ready, I might just stop, add my own little bits in slowly uh, until it's... Uh, it looks like um, you know. like a fucking Italian restaurant. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. No, we'll have some, but it'll, it'll look good. We're not sure how we're gonna do it yet, but we'll do mm. it up nice. Well, I think that's it. Lovely for another one. Um, as always, where can they find you? Episode three. We're rocking and rolling now. Yeah, we are. We're rocking and rolling. I hope people are enjoying it and uh, having a laugh, you know, with us. Um, so yeah, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Josh Jamesy, Facebook Josh James Comedy. Um, or YouTube, Josh Jamesy, again. And um, yeah, keep an eye out for dates where I'm performing next. Love to see your show. If you come to a show, come say hello. Come say hello. Love to have a chat with everyone. And um, yeah, and you can find uh, Salvatore Picconi at... At Sam Picconi on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I think I'm on TikTok as well. Yeah. I know I'm on TikTok, but yeah, I think it's Sam Picconi Comedy on TikTok. If you're into that sort of thing. Keep supporting the podcast. Please tell your friends and family. Yep. Um, tell everyone, word of mouth. That's how this is going to turn, do you know what I mean, turn into something. And um, obviously, we're just they're just audio at the moment, but we're eventually setting up a little studio. They're going to be filmed. So, And we're going to have some great guests on. I can't tell you some of the guests we've got lined up are really going to be funny. So um, obviously it's largely going to be me and Sam, but uh, you know, now and again, we'll have, a, we'll have a guest on. But uh, keep supporting it. See you next time.